music. One, two, tickle my butthole. Three, four, shut the door. Bing, bong, boom. I hate that skit. They breed. They hatch. They kill. They listen to Slashers podcasts. Woman, oh. A horror movie podcast brought to you by three goons on whatever night we decided to record this week. Because this is a free fucking country. And we can do as we goddamn well please. Thursday. Donald Tramp. <laughs> my name is Jake. And with me, as always, is my esteemed colleague, co-host, and cohort, Brian. Brian, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond while wearing my brand new hat. Got him! Bing, bong, boom. How you folks doing? It's been a while. <laughs> and to my left is my hetero life mate. Hmm. Wife. It's all right. I'll get you on. The, I'll, I'll get you on this side. I'm the lucky Pierre. This is all I've ever wanted. I mean, this is the secret, the Conor McGregor secret thing, where you visualize it's finally coming true. Brian Topless to my right. Well, hello, wife. How are you? I'm good. Not apparently not as good as you two, though. <laughs> so. We. This is our second take at starting this episode. Why? Because I'm an idiot. But I have something for you. For all of our new listeners, I've been doing a thing where I reach out to our old listeners we're kind of bored with, to be honest, and we ask them how they would describe the show for you, the uninitiated. And so, our good friend, Eldritch Signs, Jennifer Finch, describes the show as Slasher's podcast is to horror fans what a chainsaw is to Ash. Groovy. I like it. That's good. You, you can't read the word groovy and not think of B Bruce Campbell. Right, at this point, absolutely, right? absolutely. I almost call him Bill Campbell because I'm an idiot. Don't know why. Bill Cosby. Oh, that's a very different. <laughs> Ooh. Good. <laughs> well, doesn't Ash wake up years later with a kind of a Rip Van Winkle thing? That's something that the victims of. Oh. The proof is in the pudding. Oh, putting it where it doesn't belong. <laughs> Yell, oh, you know you did it. I like it. Wife, save us from our. Profaneness. Oh my goodness. So what movie are we reviewing this week, Bay? We are reviewing Ticks, also known as Infested. Ooh. I like it. A little trivia action in there. I like it. So you recall this month on Slasher's podcast, August, eight months, eight legs, or eight legs, eight months, depending on how I decide to hashtag it. For some day. reason, I thought we were doing something on like Octomom. No, oh, that's not. That is never also mind. horrific. I am yeah. just saying. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So we left it to the Patreon patrons to vote. And Jason Hill, 63, of the Spook House podcast, of the True Tromance podcast, was kind enough to offer ticks I like under it. the loophole that they are, in fact, arachnids. Yeah, definitely uh, flew under the radar for me. I think, what was the one that I was suggesting? I still want to do it. Lavantula. Lavantula. Love Bonchilla. Not to be confused with Love Actually. <laughs> I like that pronunciation. Love Bonchilla. I like a big ass spider. I haven't seen the movie, but I just love. No, it's a great name, though. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I feel uh, like Michelle's said it probably multiple times. Right. So. <laughs> There's a GIF online where it like jumps off the Empire State Building and it's oh, that's a big awesome. ass spider. And you're like sold. <laughs> like Sharknado. I don't need to actually see it. I know very vividly mm -hmm. what that's going to be about. Don't even tell me the storyline. I don't care. I'll because there it. isn't one. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> so, fun bit of trivia. Before we even get into the movie's trivia, ticks don't start out with eight legs. Motherfucker. They are six-legged larvae. They're about one millimeter in size. Then they become nymphs, like the secret of nymph, hmm. where they have eight legs. So, just to be sure. That's their adult. 
That's actually their like adolescent. Then they just become adult ticks. Interesting. Oh, I watched an entire two documentaries on ticks on my drive this morning because I couldn't be bothered to, you know, there should be pay a pay attention. Ten and two with you the know. wheel. There should be a fun. There should be a fun mashup where somebody superimposed like uh, a a blonde mullet on one of the ticks because they're blood sucking <laughs> vampires, kind of like in Lost. Boys. Michael, Mikey, Michael. <laughs> Exactly. Like Maggots, it. Michael. <laughs> Earthworms. Yep. On the big one, right? The mama one. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are those are ticks, Michael. <laughs> Calm down. It's just rice. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're, they're crabs. Yep. I mean, they look like scuttling crabs, right? Oh, for okay. sure. <laughs> when we were at Midsummer Scream, we were waiting for I think it was the first haunted mansion panel we went to, and these lovely young ladies were sitting behind us. And one of them said something uh, very vaguely about vampires, something like that. And it just so happened that my favorite song from Lost Boys uh, is playing on the thing. And I'm like, oh, dude, Sexy Sax Man. It's the. Well, no, it's not that song. I thought it was that one. No, my favorite one isn't Cry Little Sister. It's the one where he's uh, where they're doing the dirt biking. Uh, it's, it's in our episode that I edited for your birthday. No, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I just I, actually, I knew it wasn't Cry Little Sister cuz I it's I gross. Would definitely remember. Why that. would you play a song about crying little sister when you have a sex scene? It's not okay. And I ruined the movie for them. <laughs> because I was like, which is the better song? I'm like, well, Cry Little Sister. I'm like, but it plays during a sex scene. Ooh, and they're like, "Oh god, no." <laughs> Dirty birdie. What's your favorite song from The Lost Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly specific. <That's> um <laughs> All of them. That's what Chad would say. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The are whole you, movie. Are you gang? Uh, the, is the gang ready for Let's some fuck, trivia? Fucking do it. Okay. This is the lowest rated movie of all time by Smokey the Bear. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha, fuckers. They start, I was like, what? I was like, is that like some legit reviewer or something that I'm missing? <laughs> like Smokey the Bear? Like, that's strange. <laughs> they start a goddamn forest fire. Wow. Okay. That was far reaching. I'll allow it. No, I like it. <laughs> well, there, there's multiple times because there's a part where the Charles, the camp counselor, is like, hey, you kids, don't be starting fires in a I, fire pit. I like it. I you should have warned me so I could have worn my Smokey the Bear shirt. Oh, there wow. you go. But it's not Smokey the Bear. It's Sasquatch. Yeah. I like right. how well, uh, well, it's a parody. Yeah. Sir, Sir and Jerry are like running away and he's like, sir, but the leaves, they're burning. He's like, fucking leave them. Let's go. <laughs> I'm honestly a little disappointed that nobody got like a contact high from all the burning. Oh, burning. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, for a fact, uh, it's a combination of steroids and probably all of the weed smoke that makes Carlton just fucking able Loser. to survive as long as he seriously has. dude he's just popping dude he eats steroids. them like they're like fucking candy he's like nah, 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 nah. i'm yeah. like i don't think that's how steroids work yeah. but in my notes i was just like he goes full bore popeye with some steroids <laughs> I, th- I feel like i might have said something about um tj Dillashaw. i don't know oh snap <laughs> it's still somewhat topical because he's gonna be suspended for 17 years get fucked that guy bums me out because I actually really like watching him fight. He's an obnoxious person. Don't mm. get that twisted at all, but yep. I love watching him fight. Moving on. Ticks cannot hear or see. Rather, they have sensors that detect heat and carbon dioxide at the tip of its legs. It doesn't matter. They all need to die. Sorry. I have a deep-rooted hate for ticks. I oh, mean, sure. we live up in the mountains where we're surrounded by ticks at oh, all yeah. times. Have you ever had a tick? No, but I can tell you guys a funny story. Michelle will probably kill me. But uh, one morning after having Hemi jump up onto the bed, oh, no. she woke up, oh, no. had a tick on her bra, 
proceeded to take the bra off and fling it around. <laughs> all while we just moved into the house, so we had no curtains. So neighbors is just like boobies flopping everywhere. You oh, know? And she's like, one but, going this way, one going just, that I mean, way. I'm like, so our neighbors saw your boobs, but our house didn't catch fire because you didn't burn the house down. So I feel like it's a good trade off. <laughs> Where the fuck did the tick go? <laughs> yeah, uh, it got it, it was gone. I mean, she killed it. I feel like she might have squashed it. Or Are you sure? Because they remember from the movie. They're pretty impossible to squish. Oh, yeah, they're impossible to squish until the lady literally just steps on one. <laughs> oh, and she's just... like, if you have any doubt, squash it. And you're like, but that went against what? <laughs> Never mind. He literally <laughs> chucks one into a book at one point and explodes. Well, that I mean, that was to the point where you're like, okay, there's all kinds of craziness happening. Yeah. Yeah. Him just taking one and throwing it and hitting but a I, book. But were you sliding. impressed by his like strength or were you like, nah? He's got pervert strength, man. Oh, oh dude, yeah. that was that's, that's Ted a strange, Bundy strength. That's a strange role, right? That's hmm. it's a, it's an awkward character. You're like I'm not exactly sure what you're going for the entire time with the like combing of the hair and right. stuff. Um, it was maybe weird. I'm just uh, shocked it up to he, maybe he was just high. Yeah, it's possible. Skin high on his supply. Number one rule: don't get high on your own supply. High as a kite. Maybe he I wouldn't have been so might. creepy then. I would not know. Sorry. <laughs> Stop to check ticks out. Let me go wild. Oh my goodness. Like an arachnid in the fire. I honestly think somebody needs to play a drinking game anytime they listen to this when Jake starts singing. They're like, take a shot. They yeah. get fucking hammered. So. What's sad is the amount of times that I think it's a concerted effort not to sing. <laughs> and was great too. Yeah, I, I, I could tell. There are so many times I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to let this go. Like, <laughs> I feel like Chad, myself, maybe not so much Jim Turn, but Sierra especially don't react as much as you like hope so like you're like boop 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 and we're just like are you, are you done <laughs> that's I'll the wait. best part though I'll wait. that's literally the most fun like she'll tell you there are so many times where i will just try and make something as painfully uncomfortable like one of my favorite things to do is pretend that i don't know how to read and i'll per- like mispronounce something on purpose yeah, yeah. just we, wait. we're doing it on the way to uh midsummer oh yeah there's what did, the what, what realm of shadows, and I said real moth shadows. <laughs> Got them. Anyway, ticks <laughs> live for four years, and in that time, they can feed as little as three times. That's how much they can slow their metabolism down. They're still so assholes. they only eat three times in their lifetime. On average. No. Yep. I would hate to be a tick. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> True debt. True debt. So they hate the sun because they don't like the dryness and the heat. That's kind of interesting, considering they're attracted to warmth. I don't care what ticks prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hot tick. <laughs> so when they're feeding as the little larval stage, they can feed for a week. That gets them to be able to develop into the nymph stage. Just sitting there sucking on something. But That's at, weird. At that point, they're only a millimeter long. So they go relatively unnoticed. And usually they're on some form of rodent. It's like the cycle of eating digresses digresses over time. Like as they get older, they eat less. When Uh, they're larvae, they eat for 10 days straight or however the fuck long it is. So is that considered like one meal? Because they're just like, don't. As an adult, they just like eat super sparingly. Well, the females can grow 200 times their own size. So in terms of volume, it's it's kind of an odd question because if you're doing the ratio of their size, I don't want to think that hard. So I'm going to move on. So they actually don't bite people. What they do is they scratch the skin to put their proboscis inside of it. So what? they don't have like mandibles, as you would say. They have like hooks. Do they have consent? 
No, never. <laughs> I say the nay. They have these hooks that are. Before they insert anything into me, I would like to know about it first. They have these palms that go out. Then they put two barbed probes in and they use them to dig deep in. And they spread and hook. Teeth. And then they put in their hypostome. And that's what they slurp you down with. That's why they're so hard to like rip off. And there's like six different parts. Yes. Attached to you. Exactly. Jesus. And they carry Lyme disease. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a whole thing about that. So when they, Lyme is named on the city where they they found it. (laughs) Yeah. So they, Lyme disease comes from this town where these poor fucking kids and this family were like bedridden and their knees were swelling and they were like dying and they were all misdiagnosed with like summer flu and each person got like a different diagnosis. So this mom had to go like fucking full bore Cinderella man and be like, look, there's a pandemic. We need to fix this fucking problem. And by then it was too fucking late. Lyme disease was in Europe, motherfucker. And they call it like T-buff or something stupid. When did this happen? Interesting. Years ago. Huh. Da, 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 da. Lyme disease, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. it's a Lyme disease is relative of syphilis which can go dormant for years. That's a big problem with Lyme disease. And did you know that the bacteria for Lyme disease is corkscrew shaped? I feel like getting Lyme disease is not as fun as maybe getting syphilis. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I mean, if one progresses to the other, so I mean, maybe you'll just catch the back end of it. But like, I mean, if you're like, whatever, fuck it, I'm free and wild. And then you get syphilis, you're like, eh, at least I know about it. I was about to say, though, dad ass on a fully fed female when it grows 200 times its size. I mean, that's a badonk well, if I've ever seen one. Agree, anyway, agree, disagree. <laughs> they are known to transfer over 10 bloodborne pathogens, Gross. which is terrifying. Nymphs hatch with eight legs. 80% of transmission of disease is because of them. You realize I'm going to have to force Michelle not to watch this right? because she is not or going just skip, outside. Skip this. She is not going the outside. Trivia part ever. I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's go hiking. She's like, you can fuck off. <laughs> I'm not getting syphilis. <laughs> no syphilis today. She walks out in a giant head to toe condom. She's like, no, Mister Tick. No, but eighty percent of tick-related pathogens come from the nymph stage. I want to make sure that's clear, so people aren't like. Hey, my uncle got AIDS. It's very different. Uh, wow. And a, a deer can facilitate the birth of over a million ticks a year. Fuck Bambi. Tick females can hatch 3,000 eggs at a time. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They can freeze and thaw and stay alive. That's pretty fun. Reminds me of Theodore Rex, if you know what I'm talking about. So the females will actually carry the males while they're fucking. As it's sitting there, like eating and feeding to get huge, and it just stores its cum, just stores a bunch of semen inside of it, and it's like, I'm gonna use this when I so desire in my utility belt. Then it feeds up, and then it fertilizes its own eggs with the cum supply. And then it cuts into its own ass and plucks the eggs out, places them over the span of days, and then crawls off to die with a hollowed out ass. These are terrifying creatures, ladies and gentlemen. They are awful. Terrifying creatures. Is that what we're getting at here? It really sounds like this is some sort of alien creature you're describing in a sci-fi movie. Did I mention that they cover the eggs in a layer of poison? Did I mention that they have a mouth on their ass that they ingest atmospheric water from because they don't drink? Wait, what? So they have two heads? They chug water from their... It's like a mouth. They chug water from their butt is what I got. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Go straight to the bloodstream, kind of like butt chugging. 
but just <laughs> are we ready for the statistics for this week? It's very brief because I got misinformation everywhere I turned. Let's do it. IMDb estimates the budget of this film to be $2 million. Wikipedia, $1 million. So we're going to say it has a budget of $1.5 million. <laughs> I couldn't find reliable information regarding the gross, so it probably didn't do well, given the fact they immediately changed the name. So mm. originally it was conceived under the name Ticks. Then, based on an improv line by Clint Howard, they released it as Infested in its short theatrical run. Did not do great. You mean to tell me Seth Green's theatrical role did not win an Oscar? Nope. This is his first leading role, too. How sad is that? It was a leading role? What? <laughs> I'm pretty he was in- like the hero. Ginger Harry Potter does a pretty good job in this. Right. He is so angsty. Yeah. Yeah. I love when he's in the room and he's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The They're like yelling at him, like, where the fuck's panic at? He's like, I don't know. And then he just like runs off and she's like, thanks, dad. <laughs> I love her. She's like the quintessence of what I'm looking forward to about the teenage years of my daughter. I'm I feel like, like I, I can't feel, wait. Hey, so, okay. I just came up with a fucking name. I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead here. <laughs> she reminds me of Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Fart, maybe. Right? Well, and fucking Melissa. Uh, uh, Sabrina? Uh, was she in Clarissa Explains It All? Yeah. yeah I didn't watch it. Hmm? Were they- really, Sierra? Under a rock, Brian. How the fuck did I see that and you didn't? <laughs> all I remember for that show is she and her brother fighting with remote controls that were lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, he was kind of like a bud from uh, Married with Oh, I thought Children. Children. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the one. That's I, know, it. I was I like, Married it. with at Dogs. first, I thought you were talking about Bud the Chud, and I was like, mm, no, very different. <laughs> Not carnivorous at all. Anyways, going on. Opening weekend, according to IMDb, October 8th, 1993. Opening weekend, according to Wikipedia, May 24th, 1994. Mm. Thanks, fuckers. I like it. So, oh, yeah, my earlier point. So, Clint Howard improvises the line, I'm infested. They rename the movie Infested at a later point. They release it in the theaters as infested. Doesn't do well. When they put it on home VHS and cable, they go back to ticks. So, Brian, you'd made a point how happy you were that ticks occurs so early in the title credits. It's basically so, like, they don't have to edit anything. Yep. They just threw it out there right away. Slapped it yeah, on that, there. I mean, again, I, like I was telling you earlier, I feel like so many movies have moved past uh, just giving you the straight up, like, this is the title, and then we'll go on from there. Like, they're like, well, let's be artsy-fartsy and create some sort of, like, intro to the movie mm-hmm. and you'll get the feel of everything and then all of a sudden just gets fucking slammed in your face and you're like yeah i got it i know what the name is because i bought a ticket to this movie right. so i don't know whatever thanks for leading up to that <laughs> yeah it's always frustrating when it's not good like if it's if it's a fun one you're like oh cool but if it's artsy fartsy and there's no real payoff you instantaneously yeah. are bitter towards the film well the yeah and also like i feel like they're don't get me wrong. There are some movies where I feel like the buildup or like the intro is actually part of the, I don't know, almost like nostalgia of the originals or like the OG ones. So, for instance, like 007, right? Yeah. It's like it's like very artsy fartsy. So I like it. So in terms of competition for this film, because it's kind of varied, I'm just going to go with the 1993 date. Comes out the week after Cool Runnings. Oh. The week of Demolition Man. You can't compete. Doesn't stand a fucking chance. Can't you can't compete with that. I mean, fuck, anything with John Candy back in the day was gold. Or Simon Phoenix. Uh. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you don't like Demolition Man? No, it was good. It was good. It's, I mean, John, Can- John Candy's like a national treasure. So. Yes. 
he was. <laughs> Too, Too soon. soon. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> Got him. Movie, 85 minutes or 82 minutes, depending on where you go. Again, this movie's fucking insane. Wife, did you like the runtime? It was lovely. Mm. I was very happy with the runtime. I thought that it didn't linger on any extra details that I really didn't need. So I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Brian, what did you think of the runtime? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I watched it twice. I literally watched it the night before with Michelle screaming over and over again. So I almost was like kind of like sidetracked a lot. I was like, Michelle, shut the fuck up. And then I watched it again after work. And again, I didn't feel like it dragged at all. I agree with you. There was little kind of mopey scenes here and there where I feel like like the whole pond thing, them finding the sheriff. I'm like, I unless there was more of like a predetermined like character. Like, this is the sheriff, like intro in the beginning or whatever. Like, there's more than just like, hey, sheriff, check out this dog and then disappeared. And then they're like, oh, he's dead. And you're like, well, I guess that's an easy way to write him off. Yeah. But like, other than that, it oh, was it's good. clearly not Rance Howard. When it's, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, that's what another the thing, too. The second, second time around, I was like, OK, so I'm assuming that's Rance Howard. Then they pulled him up and you're like, yeah, Rance Howard's not getting that water. Fuck that. <laughs> it looks entirely different, too. So I was like, oh, maybe it's his deputy and it's showing like a system of violence bloating. or something. It's bloating. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. the way, the way, they, the way they explained it, like after they found him, they're like, the sheriff's dead. He was shot and blah, blah, blah. And it's like they're insinuating it's the same sheriff. So whatever. Unless there was a rapid re-election. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Directed by Tony Randell. Director of, I believe this is Jason Hill's favorite Hellraiser film, Hellraiser 2. He's wrong. Still love the guy. Also directed <laughs> Children of the Night, two episodes of Power Rangers in Space. I like it. And a doggone adventure. Mm. Pink Ranger was my jam back in the day. In space? Was it not Kimberly? It's different. It's in space. <laughs> well, then fuck her. Do you know nothing about Sentai? Mm. Hentai? Not the same. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah, that's actually, I think, how I found Sentai. (laughs) My my big old dumb fingers accidentally mistyped (laughs) late one night. Someone was all thumbs again. (laughs) Well, I was typing with one hand as I was like, I mean, hi, wife, who meets all of my wants and desires and leaves nothing for cartoon women in skirts. (laughs) So awkward. Nobody's ever answered my question if people who draw hentai masturbate at their own drawings. Oh, absolutely. Come on. I just want to confirm because you don't draw hentai so you're you're speculating so you're, <laughs> i want the facts on, god damn it it's essentially the same thing as so the people that not talking shit or throwing shade at anybody that's into this stuff <laughs> but you know the people that were walking around in furry outfits don't get their rocks off with furry stuff right it's no, the I same feel like thing that is what they do it's the same thing like people that do hentai or write about hentai or fucking doodle fucking giant big titted ladies with big eyeballs you think um, they have like another thing that gets mm, them off i don't think so no i think that's it i think it's they're just basically living it so is it basically like pygmalion where they fall in love with their own creation i don't know what that is <laughs> you <laughs> what? yes okay okay I, all right i'm gonna go ahead and agree so there's- <laughs> you're both agreeing he's and like, I'm like yeah. oh i made a statue and it's so beautiful and i love it so much and then he falls in love with his own creation it's not good wait so- is that like based off like a god or something it's greek it's like three thousand years old so that's why it hasn't aged very well 
Okay. Like modernly, you know how Microsoft keeps making those AI robots that turn racist when they put them on Twitter? Ah. It'd be like somebody falling in love with one of those. Have you ever okay. seen that? The funniest fucking thing ever is to watch as people like just are shitty human beings on Twitter. And all of a sudden you have a very innocent blank AI who's talking about like fist fucking and Hitler. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, because of all the trolls online. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you give 4chan enough time to do anything and they'll virtually ruin everything yes so did you hear about like the the ai that ai robot that hitchhiked like across the united states nope what yeah and like like fucking hung out on the side of the freeway or highway or whatever and then like people like picked it up and took it to different places and then like picked up different accents and different stories from people that's and, cool uh i'm pretty sure it got jizzed on a lot <laughs> jizzed on and jizzed in well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of lonesome truckers. Yeah. <laughs> the Rule of the Road. <laughs> Written by Brent V. Friedman, who wrote Prehysteria 2 and 3, Hollywood Hot Tubs 2, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, one episode of The Crow TV Show, three episodes of the 2002 Twilight Zone that I completely forgot existed, and an animated feature called subway surfers i mean fuck i'm sold subway surfers why not that sounds like a horror movie if i've ever heard a horror movie or a horror movie horror movie i don't know how many times i was explaining to people like what i did over the weekend (laughs) i'm like i went to a horror convention they're like like, i'm sorry i'm sorry what did you go to michelle was okay with that (laughs) oh the horror that's what i went to (laughs) horror there you go i had the same sort of situation with one of my friend's moms i was like oh yeah we're going to tapas bar like spanish tapas (laughs) and she was like a topless bar so she had asked like her son later they were like sierra's going to a topless bar that's funny that's That's pretty good that's that's very risque (laughs) yeah that's very forward of you sierra hey support all right (laughs) i think i know who this person is is this the woman who's like obsessed with puffins yeah Yes, that my the vision is even better. She's like, ah, there's little Mister Puffins all around. <laughs> Makes it way more innocent. It's like Mister Rogers be like, ah. Now but, little Miss Puffin, who's gonna listen to the show, is gonna be like, huh, talking about me, huh? Oh, she certainly doesn't want to be watching a show where I've dropped the C bomb on multiple occasions, wow. which I censor out of the audio version, but I don't on the YouTube version because I don't do the YouTube version at all. Thanks, I'm Chad. Doing <laughs> Chad, Jim. I'm too busy doing the other things. Oh, did I tell you of the fiasco of editing that fucking commercial for Stephen King's It? Oh, no. Oh, my God. It. Oh, I just, my God. I, I just heard like little tidbits here and there. It took like over like a dozen times to try or to. I had to just redo it on my phone and it turned out better. Oh. How fucking crazy is that? That's how terrible technology is. It's one of those nights, huh? Oh, I'm over it now. That was two <laughs> nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I see that. We have music by Christopher <laughs> L. Stone, who did music for Walker, Texas Ranger, Phantasm 2, Phantasm 3, it's great. Phantasm 4, Phantasm, Swamp Thing the series. Uh, it keeps it consistent. I like it. Yeah. 24 episodes of Swamp Thing the series. The original, not the I DC. I was going to say the DC one that like just canceled. recently got canceled. Yeah. Are they going to keep that? Are they going to bring it back? I feel like there's such a cry for like people to want it. I never it. watched it. But apparently it's good. When you're talking about like the uh, astoundingly bad economics of it. So basically they were promised a tax cut and they couldn't get it. And they never got it. There was a huge delay. And then by the time they did it, the funds were gone. 
So it just as a basic economic seems, decision. It seems so fucked that nowadays people would still have issues with that. Uh, you know, it's already on a service. Like nobody's flocking to DC's streaming yeah. service. It just seems like bureaucratic red tape. Well, it's also a lot of money. That's the thing is that there's like it's coming in one hand and out the other. And so when you have not a whole lot of people are desperate and clamoring to get to watch Titans, right. Doom Patrol and yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm not sold on all of the Marvel stuff. Maybe that's just me. But I feel like they're like the the jock in high school, the quarterback as you huck a shoe. Am I right, though? Like Huck a shoe, you said. Marvel is like a jock, like varsity quarterback that gets all the girls and does no wrong. Just because it's successful? It, well, if you were to come like have either him or the the band nerds that are DC, like who are you going to go and watch? I don't think that DC is the band nerds. I think DC is like those moody kids who listen to Slipknot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's one Let's or the other. Let's get this right, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remember those kids who had like the ball bearing necklaces and the Jinko jeans that were like way too big? I feel, like, like, I need to get, I feel like I need to get up and literally grab your glasses. Actually. Okay. <laughs> so let's just talk about the tone of any DC movie. I'm, I'm Superman. I'm going to rip someone's fucking head off. That that says band geek to you. I, let me pull out my trombone and rip someone's like was, fucking head off. It's more or less the complete opposite of what you would think of for like a jock yin and yang <laughs> okay yeah that works sure that's the opposite right it's, you're talking about the contrasting elements I'm, yes but i get uh, what you're saying okay. Brian. i'm not d- disagreeing with you i'm just saying that it's different than a band game. moving on <laughs> whatever <laughs> makeup by a k and b effects group blah blah moving nicknames Speeder Speeder Scalari, Peter Scalari as Charles Danson. <laughs> what do you want to call him? Who's Charles Danson? The dad? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to call him Dickwet. Dickwet? <laughs> With Miss Holly. He be trying to get that Dickwet. <laughs> Serious. Like, what? <laughs> I like it. My- all right. Well, I'm in favor. Sierra's hair is doing all kinds of magical I'm stuff right you. now. This damn fan. As long as it's not blowing in my it's mouth. It's like static, like <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Rosalinda Allen played Holly Lambert. She was in Naked Gun, Thirty Three and a Third, Children of the Corn Two. I thought she was in Naked Gun, Thirty Three and yeah. a Third. Yep, Naked Gun. Those are great movies. And then she was also in Sequest, Twenty Thirty Two, which our friends who were in it, I think like three or four of the actors from that oh. were in it. She's also from New Zealand. Would not have known that. What they would you call Miss uh, Holly? Mary Hewitt. What would you call her, Sierra? Well, you said side piece, right? Well, I was going to call her side piece, and Jake said stepmom. And wicked I feel like stepmother. That, wicked stepmother. That, that seems like that makes a little more sense than just side piece. So Yeah, because I think side piece implies that there's another person. That he's like cheating or something. Yeah, yeah so that's true. Cheating with Melissa's dead mom, maybe? <laughs> Living mom? Yeah, no, you don't know. That's just assumptions. Amy Dolenz as D.D. Davenport. D- Miss Valencourt, Vicky oh, Valencourt, D.D. Davenport. It's the same person. Can I call her Vicky Valancourt? Because that's what is, I was thinking. Is that really Vicky Valancourt? No, that's no. the chick from the craft. I'm oh, just saying, I was like, the Jesus name, Christ. When I, when I read D.D. Davenport, I was like, Vicky Valancourt. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Call her Vicky Valancourt. She's friends on a that. personal level with Weird Al Yankovic, who has sought her in half on his shows when he does Like a Surgeon. Cut that's some strange trivia you got there. Oh, here's another fun fact. Her dad, kind of in the monkeys. Mickey Dolan. The f- 
Hey, is that hey, a real monkey? Is that a real band? Is so that a fake a, band? It started because I always was confused about that. I was like, but that's not a band. But it became a band. Okay. Art imitating. It's like how David Arquette was pretending to be a pro wrestler, and now he's a pro wrestler. Huh. All right. I reference Ready to Rumble again. Suck it. Kind of like how Star Trek tries to be Star Wars. That doesn't make any sense. It predates it by over a decade. <laughs> that you're so wrong. Glasses again, Brian. What? That's like say, okay. I'm here's, just kidding. Here's I don't the one know, you do. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is what you say. You say like Star Wars is trying to be Flash Gordon because it is. It's a ripoff. Hmm. Let's move on. Seth Green is Tyler Burns. Uh, I kind of like the one you said, Ginger Potter. <laughs> Ginger Potter. Yeah, that's good. I like it. <laughs> Thank a lot. you very much. Uh, Clint Howard as Jarvis Tanner. He's the ice cream man. Ice cream man forever. Ice yeah. cream man. You even watched that one, didn't you? Or at least parts yeah, of it. I parts he of talks it. like this. Yeah. He almost sounds like Adam Sandler in fucking uh, Little Nicky. Oh. Popeye's chicken is fucking yeah, awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All of his scenes were filmed in one day. Makes when sense. When he says, I'm infested, that's completely ad-libbed. And it's the same thing where he says, like, I can't see, I can't see. And you're like, why? What did the it was like fucking coming tick out of his do? eye. Was it coming out? I didn't. Yeah, yeah it, it came out of his eye. eye. I thought it came out of like the side of his neck. No, it was like crawling up. It was like bulging. Oh, so that that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> My bad. His dad, Rance Howard, played Sheriff Parker. That's also, Rance Howard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. He, did, he didn't play big enough role no, to even warrant a nickname. Well, we need to do one for Alfonso Ribeiro Who's as Daryl Panic Lumley. Oh man, he Panic. shot this while doing French pris- French. Fresh Prince. <laughs> that would oh, be a different oh, show. <laughs> in this Philadelphia, born and raised. I like it. I like it. That's a nice little twist. I was going to call him Panic at the Disco. And then I was going to call him Carlton. Or you can say Panic, because I never do. That's that's a lot. Nice. That's that's very lengthy. Panic, because I never do. You want to talk about career trajectory? So he was a co-star of Will Smith and Fresh Prince. And then his career just stayed there, and so much so that he was a backup dancer in the Wild Wild West music video. Did he do the Carlton? I don't remember, but he the, should have. The point is, is that Will Smith was the guy whose music video it was, who was also in a multi-million-dollar movie, and Carlton was a backup dancer who actually did casting for that movie. Strangely enough, mm. the more you know, so maybe he's like more of the behind-the-scenes guy. No, his, no? at oh. least according to his I don't think anybody plans to be behind-the-scenes guy. It just kind of happens. That's his only casting credit. I was just trying to like. I mean, I know what you're trying to do. Don't speak for him, okay? This is the guy who sued Fortnite because they stole his likeness for a dance that he stole. Like, <laughs> oh, what yeah, is I really? That. Yeah, yeah. He, the, the Carlton dance was oh, not no. developed by Carlton, and then so he sued Fortnite. Who fuck Fortnite anyway? Poor, I'm not poor, defending them. It's just like poor little man. Yeah, that's what his life has become. The wee lad trying to. The wee lad Carlton. So panic at the disco. Okay. Yep. Is that too wordy? I'll probably just say Carlton. I'll probably say Carlton too, but I'll fucking sorry, Carlton it is. Sorry. It just, <laughs> no, this is, hey, you know what? That's what it is. Carlton, panic at the disco. Okay, I got about? it. Like, you don't have to fucking explain it. Like, it's cool. Six is a bigger Whatever. number than two. Anyway, Barry Lynch as Sir. He's done a lot of video game voiceover work. That's kind of cool. That's weird. He doesn't need one, right? He the bad guy. Let's just call him Creep. Yeah, and then there's also Jerry, the other creep, was played by Michael Medeiros. He was Katzo in RoboCop 2. And I don't know why. I was, Which one was there? Because they're both creepy. So Barry I, is the the blonde. Jerry's the... I was going to call him Rapiana Jones because he has a whip. 
Oh, oh wow. my, that was the sound effect that I was talking there about. Like at the beginning of the movie is that, when he is was that, like. Is that too dark? Is that too dark? That might be no, too dark. I, like I don't know. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I'm talking about? You call him Debo if you call him anything. <laughs> Going back to the Castle Freak episode. Just yeah. that's referential to Slasher's Pantheon, but I, I'll allow you to have your rapey Anna Jones. <laughs> <laughs> rapey was the dog's name. <laughs> Actually, it was Brutus. I'm talking about the Last Crusade, oh. Buck Boy. Wow. Do you remember that? Where his name his name is Henry, and we literally just talked about that on the yes, drive to Midsummer. Yes, we did. Are you taunt are you torturing me? Listen here, Junior. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm Jake who can't do a Sean Connery. I feel like impression. everybody's junior to con con genre. Woo! <laughs> 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 right. The only other person I want to talk about is Virginia Keene. Is that Melissa? Yep. Her name is spelled Virginia, as in Virgin Ya. <laughs> I thought name. that was her because I was looking at the credits. I was like, no. The dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. She was also in a horror movie called The Dentist. And that what is, is our cast of characters. Who gives a fuck? I was going to call her Jorts. Jorts, for sure. <laughs> I have a few of those. Let me tell you, they're pretty comfy. Also, I don't know if you, I don't think you're there for the, yeah, when we recorded it, I proposed an oral motion on the record to change chad so that he's jorts chad only and i don't want him to be able to record unless he's wearing jorts is that agreeable? can they be daisy dudes they should be oh but God. i don't know if he will <laughs> well yeah. just remind you, me not to come to the garage i was gonna say guys. i don't know if you you know chad that well <laughs> he might well he he short shorted it up with me i'm like some people did I tell you about all the complaints of people who were like, Ryan, hike those some bitches up? And he's like, I will, I will. Then the next day, his shorts were longer. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but I had a little <laughs> bit of stage fright and I didn't want the family jewels to just pop out, even though all of you guys wanted it. I did. I think that's great. I've seen John Ritter's nutsack. Have I told you about that? <laughs> Is it ticks? What the fuck was that, man? <laughs> Whatever. John Ritter's nutsack it pops was- out in an episode of Three's Company when he jumps behind the couch. You can totally see it. It's awesome. Wait, and he was in it, so I, I was. I feel like forever, anytime that happens, it should be, it should go to uh, Billy Madison, right? You know what I'm talking about on Billy Madison, where uh, the that guy, is correct. Where he, he, he's like, oh, dude, I just saw that guy's balls. <laughs> yeah, they were weird and gross. Do you remember that part? <laughs> no, <or> no? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Never mind. Wife, can you do me the esteemed favor of giving me a recapitation for this film? No, <laughs> <laughs> I can totally do it. Okay. Well, all right. Sierra, no? Yes, no? Okay. Jake's giving me the look. But I, I can asked totally, you. I can totally do it. I can totally do it. Go, Brian. Okay. So, it starts out, there is a crazy guy who has a Rube Goldberg-looking fucking machine to hydrate his plants, and he's feeding it steroids for plants. It drips on larvae. The larvae mutates into wicked-ass fucking ticks that look like crabs. They infest the forest for thank you the forest they infest the forest kids troubled youth from all walks of life come and hang out and try to cope with their shit in nature forest catches fire they all flee to the cabin ticks hate fire they fight off mutant tick they escape i forgot to mention ray oriel plays rome hernandez that's uncle jesse let's move on i think you did a very good job yeah mine's again too wordy what was it Poor man's crybaby. Oh, because of Johnny Depp. But Johnny Depp has never had abs like that. Come on, sister. <laughs> you see those fucking things? They're like yeah. bulging out. Yeah. 
The guy was rocking it. He has like the Scott Steiner belly going, where it's like, look at my stomach, my no, intestines. I don't know, muscles. because I feel like Scott Steiner was always like heavy set in like the amount of like roids he did and everything. Like his, he looked too bulky, like way too bulky. Like his stomach looked bloated, right? For sure. That, guy didn't, that guy didn't look like that. Well, it was, they said the starting of it. Oh. You give this guy ten years and a lot yeah, of steroids, and, and a chainmail bonnet Especially to wear. Especially if you chew, if you chews him up like Panic did, man. like it's going out of style. That's right. What do you think about me munching on some steroids to try and get buff for you? No. Okay. Here, it shrinks well, your family actually, jewels. Well, actually, I was gonna say, well, actually, no. Well, actually, what you want my jewels to shrink? Cause it's <laughs> no. Too hot to handle, too cold to mm. hold. Any, okay, moving on <laughs> to the sleigh by play. So you see a VHS of the world at war and a book called Epidemic on a Workbench, which I guess is supposed to imply the paranoia of a drug dealer. As you said, he's tinkering around his Rube Goldberg machines, doing the green ooze. It falls There's on the a hamster and a You don't think wheel. that was supposed to be like foreshadowing the epidemic? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that part is. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I just think that it's not direct correlation of A to B, if you get that uh, sense. Yeah. I kind of... This you can tell that they only had Clint Howard for a day because there's so much more they could have done with him. You know, he's the guy who you could totally have running to town and be like, "Oh, something ate my hamster." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Oh, you're right. just you're stoned and paranoid. Fuck off." Right, I mean, right. he he could also be one of the creepy guys okay. that I I, I f- thought that would have been better. Right. He it seems like it would have been a better role for him to be a reoccurring character that periodically shows up and is even more creepier over time and ends up being one of the bad guys. I don't know. Completely agree. Then after the falls on the egg, which also I'm just going to make a disclaimer now. I'm not pleased with the <laughs> biology of this film. I am just going to chalk it up to plant steroids changing the physiology of ticks. Yeah, right. Okay, I can move see on. That. You know <laughs> this is not what you go to for accuracy. You know what's so funny is <laughs> the larva, it reminds me of something that you would see on sushi. Right? It's like pink. Mm. It almost looks like it'd be like a, a piece of salmon. Or something? Can you not see that, like on a piece of rice? I was gonna say like ichi or, or was it uri the the yellow, whatever. This is coming from a vegan, so I forgive me if I'm butchering that. The yellow shit. That uni, uni. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can too. It's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. And actually, so Seth Green gets dropped off by his dad, and his dad's like, "I'm only doing this because I want you to get better." But really, he's like, "I'm just doing this so I get five fucking minutes apiece without you whimpering." I'm only all the time. doing it so I can go get fucking hammered, <laughs> shammered. I'm taking this work truck straight to Hooters. That's what they do, right? But dads that want to get you rid don't of think their he kids. was like guilty, feeling guilty at all that he fucked his kid for the entire life. He's a piece of shit. Basically, I think his attitude is like this kid needs to get the fuck over it. I mean, let's put it this way. There was what, maybe 2 minutes of the guy as a piece of shit dad and he sold it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's an asshole. So, for sure, he wasn't going home to lament how awful of a parent he was. I can tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, there was no like hippie <laughs> atonement in his voice. All so, right. Seth has two earrings in his left ear. Don't know if you noticed that, which means he's super hetero. Huh. Okay. Later on, Clint Howard only has one left earring, so he's only kind of hetero. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. You know that? Yeah, I remember when I first got my ears pierced, that was like a very big thing that people had to ask me which one was gay and which one was straight. And I was like, no. Oh. Doesn't matter. I was one crazy ex-girl friend away from choosing <laughs> to be gay. 
I always like to make that joke, and then people are like, wait, are you? And I'm like, yes, I'm making a joke. This is not a decision. Okay, moving on. So <laughs> he has the flashback of him like humping on a tree, and he's like, daddy, daddy. And then they just leave it there. It's really weird. Yeah. Seeing- then this is where we get the introduction of Carlton, Panic at the Disco. Ow. He goes up to him and says, they call me Panic because I never do. And I was like, that seems weird. Yes. That's like saying, hey, child porn. Well, yeah, I was watching it with the wife earlier, and she's like, that's like having a guy named Tiny that's fucking huge. Well, little John from Robin Hood. Yeah, same thing. I You're like, my name, and it's funny because he's, you know, this is after the fact, foreshadowing or not foreshadowing, but spoiler alert, whatever. He, he's like, my name is Panic because I never do. Meanwhile, the entire movie, he's freaking the fuck out. So you're like, does that really matter? Does, I, is, stop freaking me out. I'm like, fucking dick. <laughs> like, that's a dick somewhere. Yeah, this, is worse than, this is way worse than the episode on arachnophobia where he's like, oh my God, everything is no, everything dude. is spiders. That was really bad. Especially, I am like, I want to be able to check under the table, but I can't, My, I have a leash. I did that deliberately so you don't back away from the fucking microphone. <laughs> I've had enough with you cucks with this recording bullshit where you're just like, I'm going to talk all the way over here. And Jake has to go in because he's goddamn compulsive about it and amplify yeah. just this one fucking I feel phrase. like I feel like maybe it's just that we're around you so much, Jake, and you speak outwardly so elegantly. Well, okay, and- there you go. <laughs> the words so that you're looking- <laughs> Exactly. That's what I was looking for. You were like, well, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, Jake could talk out here and it'd be totally fine. So it yeah. doesn't work. It's good that he was flattering because it would have been so weird for this entire episode if there was just um, a crazy issue where Brian's audio <laughs> didn't capture it. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> no, I've kept most of your audio in. but now Yeah, can- and sometimes it's audio that I don't intend. So, you know, the times I'm singing. Blue moon. Well, it was more or less like the, you know, the... Gwen Stefani. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. So. I was just impressed that you knew the words. I don't give a fuck that you were Whatever. singing it. Just it's bananas. B A N A. All right, never mind. Wife, at one point we're gonna have to teach our daughter how to spell that word. Is that how we're doing it? Yeah. All right. Damn straight. She already says that's one of her favorite nah, words. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just looks at me. Nah. I'm like, okay. Yes, ma'am. Please don't hurt me. I made you pancakes. Blueberries, oatmeal, <laughs> fresh squeezed orange juice, nana! but I left out the nana. Sorry about it. Get right on that. So this is where Carlton's like, I'm going to have my dog rip off your fucking leg, cocksucker. And then it's a fucking border collie. The nicest the looking dog. dog I've ever seen. He's like, hey, buddy, you want to be friends? You want to talk about your feelings, Seth Green? I don't I don't get it. I'm like, hey. He like, <laughs> I feel bad when he attempts to growl because I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, Aww. like they, they had to dub in like a growl. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dude I'm actually like, what growling. What do they have to do to get his to like bare his teeth? Yeah, peanut butter. Uh, no, I do what they <laughs> usually do. I'm just a saying. dog will attack peanut butter on anything. Wait, what? <laughs> and that's fellatio with Brian. We move on. So this is where Carlton's like, "You better make this basket. Or I'm gonna fucking stab you, cocksucker!" And then he's like, "Okay," and he makes it. And then he were makes you it impressed, again. or were you just like? Having seen white men can't jump as a child, I was honestly expecting him to fuck it up. So when he did, I was like, you know what? That's let's turn the stereotype on its head. Let's hear it from no, the tiny Jewish boy. Come on, fuck that. They don't even show him. They show him shooting the ball. It doesn't. It's not like one fluid shot of him shooting the basket. He shoots the ball. He probably bricks the fuck out of it, and then somebody shoots the the basket. 
Okay, and they're not real ticks, Brian. Like that's movie magic. <laughs> I mean, man. you're like talking about how impressed you are with making a shot that he never fucking. I'm talking made. about the story structure where they have the thuggish black guy going to the like neurotic white guy, and the neurotic white guy still makes the basket. Oh, okay. who's like clearly not athletic. That's he my was point. Clear. I mean, I would have been afraid of that dog, right? Not the dog, the fucking no, switchblade from I'm fucking kidding. Carlton. I'm kidding. So I have something crawling on me. Where? Crawling in your skin. Oh my god. These ticks, they will not heal. I don't see. There's okay. nothing, dude. It's All just right. oh, you know what it is? It's your back hair in the breeze <laughs> of the fan. It's no, like it's whispering. Not. No, I'm it's literally not. watching it wave. It's waving it's hello really to me. Not. It's saying, Hi Jake. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? So my point is. Uh, Carlton had mentioned that he took this role of tough brooding guy so that he wouldn't be typecast as Carlton and then his career died so that's fun the van pulls up and you find out that they're all at risk use being taken by Holly the side piece the evil stepmother uh, whisked away up to the forest wilderness of the San Bernardino mountains <laughs> I was like I know that sign said something I just don't remember something camp I don't, don't care Uncle Jesse rips up in his BMW and he's like, oh, blah, blah, I'm saying something. I like how he implies like her dad's super racist. He's like, he told me to take the car to Mexico. Do and I never look like a Mexican? <laughs> Do I look like a Mexican? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Not 10 minutes later, you have Carlton being like, that Cholo's steroids. So it's like, all right, I guess he does. So. I love that, like, the first thing out of Melissa's mouth, adults don't believe a word they say. You're going to hate this trip more than I will. Ugh. Fucking Daria, yeah. shut up. Yeah, I hate you already. Ugh. <laughs> Carlton gets in the goddamn car. Interestingly enough, so Dee Dee, what was what? Vicky Valancourt gives yes. Seth Green her luggage, and he oh, just yeah. takes it. I was like, okay, that's like, a, uh, a fun uh, status all thing. All right. What'd you think of the intro to these characters? Do you hate them instantly? They're like the breakfast clubs of, like, fucking camping. I could totally see that. <laughs> yep. You have the prissy one, the brooding one. I think that actually works out quite well. Uh, no, I thought it was perfectly how they introduced him because, I mean, uh, or or what? Or it's like the uh, the Saved by the Bell, right? So it's like the uh, mm -hmm. fucking Rome is like A.C. Slater. You, you know, you can see Dee Dee as like Kelly. I could see this. I actually liked the Breakfast Club one more because I knew who those people are because I didn't really Saved by the Bell. Because you have oh, e Emilio right. is the jock and that's, that's Uncle Jesse. You have... Uh, Judd Nelson, who's in the, the trench coat, and that's clearly Carlton. Seth Green is the kid who tries to kill himself with a flare gun. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if both Saved by the Bell, or actually it would be more or less Saved by the Bell, would be influenced off of Breakfast Club. One so, of these people was actually in uh, Saved by the Bell of college years from my research, but I forgot because I never watched I don't, it. yeah, I was, well, you didn't watch either, right? Nah. So I don't like, really count college years. Like, I never watched that shit, I so whatever. All I know is uh, one of the girls was in striptease. Hell yeah, <laughs> Jesse, right? Jesse, the yeah, chick who's on, yeah. uh, she's on what caffeine pills? That's a favorite, yep, very famous. Yep, scene. Absolutely, and it's supposed to be like this profound bit of yeah, like TV, it, and it's like ha ha ha. She's right. like, I gotta stay up all night, and I gotta study, and I gotta freak out. <sighs> yeah, just like that. So then we cut to Clint Howard, the only kind of hetero Clint Howard because of only one earring, and he's making himself something to drink. You see more fluid going on the egg. It's kind of, I think it's hollowed out by this point, implying that things are... No, I thought it was pulsating. Oh, that was? Okay. Yeah, so... That's right, because when it actually comes to the attacking part, they still pan under it. So they do that panning three separate times mm -hmm. in the movie. And then we pan over the loping hills of the San Bernardino Mountains as the van gets a flat tire. I don't like the way you say San Bernardino Mountains. San Bernardino because Mountains. Because it's not as elegant as that, I gotta tell you. No. 
I mean, don't get me wrong, where I reside somewhere in the mountains up there. Vaguely. Not specifically. Don't stalk Brian. <laughs> See, I can promise you this, Brian. I can edit that out of the audio version. But what goes on YouTube is beyond my nah, control. That's fine. Um, San Bernardino Mountains are pretty big, so I think we're good. Some parts good. Other parts... You know, San Bernardino is the biggest county so in the United States? Really? I didn't know that. I did not that. know that. That's not a, LA. But no. here's the thing that's also interesting about that. In probably, terms of not of like population, but of actual Probably size. three quarters of that you don't want to go to. This is desert. Oh, for sure. <laughs> there is plant power fast food and Monty's... Oh, no, that's in Riverside. Nope, there's nothing. Nope, I'm good. Don't need to go to San Bernardino. Just visit me. So You can visit me. Wow. <laughs> no, I do okay. like visiting you. <laughs> Anyway, last fucking time. <laughs> Sorry, invitation got. come up by ourselves. <laughs> so Carlton is, starts inspecting his dog and thinks that his dog has measles. This is where you find out that Seth Green has a vague understanding of ticks, and he burns a tick off of him with flash paper, and it explodes. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like, I smell smoke. The fuck you doing? Oh well, homeboy over here was trying to smoke, and I just told him to stop. It's gonna stunt your growth. And like you're like Carlton, shut up. <laughs> Nobody believes that. Yeah, you saying homeboy is worse than when I say homeboy. <laughs> so I thought it was an interesting scene. Also, a little bit of trivia: save your life, maybe. Don't burn a tick. Doesn't work. Just grab it by the front mandible area, rip it out as cleanly as you can. You're fine. Don't try and press the abdomen because you'll inject yourself with toxic blood that will kill you fucking dead. I thought you were supposed to, not like a lit match, like a hot match. No, yeah, you can totally do that. They can burrow in. And it can cause them to spit and further project because the trauma to the abdomen what, will what actually, inject you What actually um, works, I believe, more than more so than that is uh-huh. if you take soap, like gel soap, and you cover it, it can't breathe, and it just leaves. Well, because it, it has just, like, its vac- mouth and its butt. Now we know. It just vacates the yeah. premises. Oh, so. Peace out. You could also do it with peanut butter and then have your dog lick it off. <laughs> Strange. It's like, I got a tick on my balls. What? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, where'd that tick go? <laughs> Weirdest thing. So Carlton and Green stay back when the kids go into the general store and they start snooping around through people's shit. You find out that uh, camp counselor man's trying to get his dick wet. You uh, find he, out what, is that- he, what does he call him? He calls them something specific. Oh, party hats. Party hats. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. that. That was good. He says, you see that Cholo's guns and holds up the steroids and then calls them party hats. And he goes, I've killed as many guys as you've boned chicks. And Seth Green goes, that many? Yeah, that part was funny. Good comeback, I bro. like that. Good like comeback. That. That's why he was impressed. Yeah, he was yeah, just he like, all he right, like, he's, he's cool. Like, he's like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Melissa Joan Hart standing in front of a poster that says marijuana, M-A-R-I-H-U-A-N-A. Like, Isn't that how Creeper Number One? Oh yeah, he, well it? he he said. I mean, Mary Juana. Yes, yes. I, especially because I watched everything since Michelle's fucking told me to do it on subtitles. That way you don't have to pay attention that much. So it's like Mary Juana, and it's like two specifically different words. And one's like marry me, and the other's like Juana. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So that's the, the point where the Creeper approaches Melissa Joan Hart. And then you have the other Creeper in the linen suit. Who's like, well, well, watch out, Jerry. Use your manners. And so he just keeps leering at her. And then they drive off and he cracks the whip. He cracks the, the whip, The worst man. I've ever seen. Ray Jones. I have been in Spencer's Gifts where you have like an old ass lady who's like a, a, a secretary who's getting ready for somebody's over the hill party trying to crack a party whip better than this guy cracks oh. whip in a feature film. 
crazy. <laughs> well, you can totally tell that they added the crack sound yes. after. Yes. Because he's not even like doing it. It like, was a limbless. Like yeah. A- it, it almost seems like he like lassoed it. Yeah. He like fucking like he <laughs> forgot that he wasn't a cowboy for a second. And he's like, this is supposed to be a whip. So he's like, I don't know. It was fucking weird. I loved it. Then we cut to Clint Howard smoking weed. He's listening to the BBC with his fancy radio, and they're talking about California economics. And he says, yeah, but we don't get health care. Boom. Bernie Sanders 2020. What? You don't feel it? This is 1993. Okay. It's over 20 years ago. Sure. And you don't. No, whatever. Where's your conscience? Moving on. Ugh, the worst. Wife, will you back me up with public health care? Yeah. Literally, it could put me out of a job, but I still am for it. Okay. Anyway. All right. Moving this on. This is where. I like our house. I'd like to keep yeah. it. So. The hamster wheel is powering the machine. And then you see the POV of the tick eats that hamster up. And- oh, poor hamster. Poor hamster. And it's funny because he walks up to it and he's like, what's up, little buddy? And then he like picks it up. He's like, what does he say? Dude, you're all messed up. Yeah. You're like, come on, man. Because follow the script please and he's like i fucking do whatever i want yeah. he's like your script is dumb so i'm gonna make fun of it so he, this the tick scampers away and then clint howard starts looking in the barrel and oh, it jumps, out, it jumps out his face that's so Does good hit the his face, delay no. is ridiculous oh absolutely absolutely it's ridiculous but it's great because it reminds me of aliens oh, does for it sure. not the face hunter? okay yes yeah the, the color of it the structure of it so he steps backwards into the bear trap he was just working on. That's great. Falls and an egg sack falls onto his fucking face. Hilarity. Did you ensues. think he was dead at that point? No. Good. Because he wasn't. Spoiler <laughs> alert. The van pulls up to camp. Camp Madeline. Oh, that's it's, what it was. Carlton says, it's too quiet. It's too goddamn quiet. And then later on, one of the broads is like, these bugs make all this fucking noise. Which one is it? Is it too fucking loud or is it too quiet? God damn it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know I, these angsty teens. They were just going to complain about it. You know everything. what's funny is- so The weather's too good. They're all they're all in, in their fucking little bunk beds. And then Rome, Uncle Jesse is like, he says, it reminds me of Boys Republic back in Juvenile. <laughs> like You're like, Did I you- don't know what part of that I understood. I know Juvenile Hall or I know, you know, ju- whatever the fuck they call it. But, juvie. Like, juvie. Juvie. But I like that he scolds Seth Green and like, hey, save me some closet space. You were going to fucking unpack while camping? Okay, but who, which one of the boys was like, what? Because when he said that, yeah, juvenile yeah. Hall, it's like panic. Did you it hear had to have been I panic. Think it's panic. Yeah, panic at the disco, you dick. So this is where Seth Green, Scott Evil, whatever we're calling him, goes over. Richie Tozer, uh, if you will. G- Ginger Potter. There we go. Goes to the closet. And he pokes this egg sack with this hanger and stuff starts splooshing oh, dude, out of it. Oh, dude, straight nasty-ass goo. And I'm, like, sitting there eating food, like. <laughs> it makes me wish I had a green smoothie while watching this movie. Yeah, it's pretty gnar. So they squash it, and they leave it for the little ginger potter to clean up. And the larva is still writhing on the floor as the camera pans up and goes deep into the dude, wall. I like right. the music. I like the music that was playing when as it was going into the wall. But they don't really show anything oh, in the wall. No. They do though. But like it's like a it's like a shadow. It's of so something. good though, because you get the translucence of the exact as it's I'm like, eh, I kind of want to see that. Actually, I did like that shot. Thank you. I'm because right. Because of the trend. No. The fuck of- ever. You're <laughs> always gonna be right then. The rightest of them all. <laughs> I wrong. like the shadow. You're wrong. You like the shadow? <laughs> yeah, well. 
Well, I'm saying it's good. I just want to hear you say it again so I can say that I'm right to Brian, who's muttering to himself no, over he, here. I think wrong. you heard me. What? You're wrong. Right. So anyway, <laughs> there's a voiceover by the male camp counselor who's like doing a fucking Dude, diary so fucking at that point. Weird, because he never does it ever again. Yeah. So you're like, uh, I, I, it's cool because you're kind of giving us a brief explanation of like how different campers are adapting to nature but like we Carlton can see we can see it. he we can, was just too distracted trying to get that tang yep. by the booty trying to get that tang holly's snooze was <laughs> beckoning him as carlton's taking a hatchet he's like what the and rome is doing a bench press with a log and sweating <laughs> too damn much dd's trying to watch tv and kelly is quote a prisoner in her own troubled mind get fucked Seth Green is walking with Melissa. Then they have the larva on the log. Gets on her back. And yeah, it's but weird. Even, even before that, though, he he says, like, oh, I feel really strange. Right? And then he's, she's like, she's like, well, what's the matter? He's like, I don't know. Something's. And I was like, oh, dude, that's that's way too cutesy. He has spider senses. Like, Quote, sometimes senses. I get the, the feeling fuck? like something bad is going to happen. Come Literally, on, dude. Brian just stole my joke. I had a direct quote written down. Does it? Does it? really surprise you that me and you kind of think the same like really no, not at this point <laughs> maybe the episode how many one. times how many times have i like said something and you're like fuck the fucking joke is ruined hey jake hey jake i know you're talking and about to do a direct quote from the movie but i'm gonna cut ahead do the joke and then let you explain how i stole your joke because you're an egotistical shit hey thanks brian this is all going on in his brain. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, it never stops. Being self-deprecating, <laughs> it's the essence of wit. You're good. I'm the egotistical shit in my own thing. My egotistical. I couldn't even say egotistical <laughs> right. God, I'm so self-deprecating. Why can't oh, for once? Why can't for once you just be very happy for me and my wittiness instead of saying, "Well, I was going to say it first. I could do that because <laughs> I am such a pious person. I'm so humble. I'm quite possibly the humblest person I know, which the fact that humblest exists as a word is probably <laughs> the greatest joke of the English language. Let's move on. So he pokes the egg sack off her back and she's like, ah, it hurts. They run off. They report it. The adults don't listen because adults never listen to kids. Yeah, bugs don't attack unless they're aggravated. But I Fuck love her that. <laughs> when she's saying like, it's hurting me. It's like, there's no, like she's just saying the right, line. Right, there's no right. actual feeling there. Yeah. Did you feel like she was getting Fuck hurt? Fuck no. <laughs> I feel like she was just like annoyed. So Although, this is, wow, I, can, I can tell you one thing hurting though. hurting me. Coming from, I mean, I was just like, oh, that's really cool. Coming from somebody who's like deathly afraid of spiders. Michelle's like, fuck that. Like when it like grabs onto the stick. Yeah. Just, nope. And it runs <laughs> off with it. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I like that. The creepers come up. You can call me sir. And this is my associate, Jerry. Like if a dude tells me I can call him sir, I just call him. I'm, I would. I was going to say C-bomb smear, but then I looked at my wife and saw that she was not okay with me saying that. So It's like she already knew. She's like. Here we go. Don't do it. And this is where Carlton says, quote, I should have bought a piece, man. <laughs> what the fuck would you even know how to buy one? No, anyway. sh- I brought, not bought. Uh, the subtitle said bought a piece. Well, we both know that the subtitles were wrong. They were going to for sure. So Sir, Ryan, and Jerry show up and they offer him a burger and they're like, oh, no, we're good. We're just here to show you guys uh, that, you know, there aren't some favorable folk around. It's the, what does he say? The devil's folk or the devil's work or some shit like that. He says something along the lines of, oh, they're doing the devil's work. He's basically trying to pawn off other people for doing what they do. Right. 
making it seem like they're the nice guys. The cash cropper is trying to quote get right, by right. with marijuana. Like, it's so funny how he's like, "Oh, it's dope." <laughs> And then fucking super white dad. He's like, what? What's dope? <laughs> what? I've never heard of that before. You mean like dance moves? <laughs> anyway, cuts to Clint Howard, the ice cream man, waking up with the tick under his shirt. And then you realize it's not under his shirt. Oh, dude. It's under, under his so skin. It's so gross. Love it. And then, you know, it's, what's fucking crazy is he doesn't even like try to do anything other than I'm getting a gun and I'm shooting myself in the leg okay, multiple right? times. Like there are other options. Like Poor come on. firearm safety he keeps a loaded <laughs> gun. It's not locked up. It's in a goddamn drawer. Ugh. Do you think it was because he was like hallucinating? Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess. But I mean, if he's hallucinating, do you think maybe he wouldn't shoot himself in the leg? Maybe he would shoot other places. Like he seemed like but he was very coherent. But maybe he didn't coherent. think it like was his leg. Oh, maybe. Well, it implies that he shot so many times by the end uh, before he dies, he tries to shoot himself in the head, but he doesn't have any bullets left. Right. So I think by that point, he has shot multiple times. Well, because uh-huh. you hear, because Carlton's like, well, it sounds like I'm at home. Yeah. Whatever, in the ghetto. Yeah, it sounds like a ghetto without the choppers. <laughs> and so you hear two shots, and then you hear like a third one. But uh, you know what? I was thinking that maybe it's the same shots, just through like, different I- point of views. Right, so it's like one set of characters hears the same shot, and they go, "Oh, that sounds like this," and then another. It goes to another set of group of people, okay. and they're like, "Oh, it's like this." So maybe it, I don't know. That's how I got it. Yeah, I didn't take it as mucking up the space time continuum, but I could see that in terms of narrative. But I, it doesn't really do a whole lot like that. If that gun came into play later, where somebody's trying to save themselves and shoot something, eh? This reminds me a lot of God. What's that movie? Where the guy is dying, somebody gives him a gun so he could shoot himself. He shoots that dude in the leg. The guy escapes and he tries to shoot himself in the head, but he's out of bullets. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking for some reason I was thinking Reservoir Dogs, but then you went way far. It's like he's being eaten alive by like a monster. Is it deep rising? I don't know. But Reservoir Dogs is kind of somewhat like that, though, where they're sitting there and Mr. Orange is bleeding out. And Mr. White's like, you know, I have a gun and I'm like holding the gun to your have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Mm-hmm. I have. So Thanks good, to right? It's so good. It, did you like it or I no? Did. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? I'm I'm sorry if I'm ruining Reservoir Dogs <laughs> for you guys, but you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, don't worry, the cops are here, but I'll shoot you, and then I'm gonna shoot me, and it'll be fine. And then it shows like the cops burst in, and he's like, I'm the informant. I'm the I'm the bad I'm the guy that gave everybody up and then Mr. White's like screaming and crying and he's like I vouched for you you asshole and then it just you don't know who gets shot you just hear multiple shots oh, sorry about it guys watch Reservoir Dogs don't listen to this audio did I also <laughs> fall asleep in that no that's actually one that you stayed awake for oh, the whole okay. thing wow that's surprising yeah with our track record what's in the box <laughs> Ryan was there for that I was that was the time I accidentally held my wife's best friend's hand because it was dark. That was weird. That was Lauren. Oh, no, I didn't hold her hand. That I pet her thigh, didn't I? That's even worse. That's <laughs> yes. what it was. Yeah, that's awkward. That was five years ago, and I'm still embarrassed. Not <laughs> much was, embarrasses me, fun, but that man. one is still Watching pretty bad. It on, on the uh, We the projected garage. it. Yep. And yeah, then that was cool. We gave up and, and went that, inside, right. and that's when my hand got creepy. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, the ticks are crawling towards the dog, and the dog is like, I'm suddenly trying to be tough, and he's not really tough. Not a tough dog. No. Aww. Do they uh, do they start the bonfire first, or is that after the dog? Oh, I feel like it's, I think it's before. Yeah. Right. So like uh, you know, dad's trying to get his dick wet, 
And that then, he, tur- he stomps he, up he like just, a white rhino dude. trying to stomp out their fucking fire. <laughs> and it's so funny because like they're like, they're do you like, not know that? They're like, Rome. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. But I was just like, when he came out and did that, like just like throwing ah! first was, of all that fire was way too big just right, to be like right, right, right. over well and not only that but like so they like lit it and then all of a sudden it goes to like it pans to him getting freaky and like the window like blasts open like with flames <laughs> and you're like that was nowhere How near that, was that fire? <laughs> like none of them would have hair there would be like severe third degree burns over everybody well, it was I just, just love like the directional way, fire. Yeah, the way he's kicking the dirt reminds me of like an angry like baseball coach. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, umpire. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, he uh, yells. Yeah, and, and then and then it's funny because he's he's like, well, sorry, Mr. Whatever the fuck your name is. Nobody really taught us how to make a bonfire. And you're like, are you fucking stupid? Come on. And then he's, uh, he's like, sorry, uh, I shouldn't have gotten so mad. I was just busy inside. And then maybe Melissa's I'll like, teach you to make what, a what fire. Is, what does Melissa say? She's like busy screwing for, or what did yeah. she say? Oh, I have it. I actually have the, the busy quote. screwing Holly. I don't know. Hold, please. <laughs> Fill the time. Yeah, you could tell that she was very upset about that. The daughter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's not on board. Busy well, what? Screwing Holly. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Screwing Holly. That's it. He's like, what? Come on. So then Carlton goes to check on his dead dog. And he pulls the dog away. It kind of wasn't dead though before he found it, which was really sad. Well, yeah, it, seems it was to like imply com- that he it was like kills com- it. it was like convuls- no. convulsing. Yeah, it and implied then- to me that he killed it. I did not get that. I didn't get that. It did. I me. feel like it just kind of like no, because it just like, like, and like then went it just limp. Stopped. It just like went right. limp. Well, he's also saying he didn't know who I was. He didn't know who I was, and he wouldn't move. And I think that that was. That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't move. Yeah, but it's because of neurotoxin. I think that he put but it out of its Sierra misery. Sierra and I are both agreeing, and you're not. So I feel like it's. Who's right this wow. time? Who's right this time? Just kidding. <laughs> now I know what it's like when somebody has a menage a trois and the other two people are having fun, and that person's like sitting on the side, like, hey, wait a second. I was supposed to be involved in this. This is, this is my idea. Yeah, but for three minutes, it was good. Never mind. <laughs> Longest three minutes of my life. So they get back. God, there's just so much nonsense that happens. It's kind of hard to figure out. Hold on. Let me let me get to my notes. Right, we're good. Go on. Are you going to actually read from them? Or are you just no, gonna make I, I'm, sound I'm keeping track. I'm just making sure we're on the same So page. what happens yeah. next, Brian? Yeah, tell us what happens next, Brian. I'm still troubled by the fact I can't remember what fucking movie the guy tries to shoot himself at. He keeps coming up with The Mist, and I don't think that's the right movie. So I believe... Right after they find the dead dog, he tells Seth Green, like, go get someone, right? Yep, Charles. Yep. So he's bringing the dad, and the dad is like, sorry. Yeah, Back pretty much, about right? Your dog. He's like, uh, God. So then, it's so funny, right? Because, like, uh, the way the dad just, like, jumps out of bed, and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, over and over again. You're like, dude. Somebody's dog just died. Like, right? <laughs> take it down a notch. You weren't even trying to get busy. You're literally sleeping. You'll be fine. Well, it's also like if you didn't think that you were going to hang out with children with emotional problems, you probably shouldn't sign up to hang out right. with children with yeah, emotional absolutely. problems. Absolutely. So at that point, well, I think he was just doing it for her. He was not clearly into this for yeah. helping the kids. Although him doing weird fucking audio recording, trying to self-diagnose kids, mm. seems a little strange. So Carlton gets pissed off and leaves, and they end up upset with 
Seth Green for being like, hey, where is he? I'm Go wake him up. And he's like, well, actually, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, dude, Tyler spills the beans like super quick. He's like, don't fucking tell anybody where I'm going or I'll kill you. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they're like, hey, where's Panic at? And he's like, he's gone. <laughs> Wah. And so they yell at him. And he's like, I'm sensitive and leaving. And Melissa's like, it's not your fault. My dad's just an asshole. My dad's like, just an asshole. Hey, did you guys happen to notice that <laughs> Jorts is wearing lipstick? In this shot, it's fucking weird. Nope. She doesn't wear lipstick the entire time. It was, I don't know why. It's like a dark shade. No, she was putting it on for fucking ginger snap. Oh. That's what I was thinking because, I mean, they get really close before her dad cock blocks them. Yeah. So she's like, like, hey, you need to come with me right now. We're going to go check out the dog. And he's like, oh, is, are you are you sure? And he's like, yeah, you're coming with me now. And she's like, oh, I want to go. And he's like, fuck you. You're staying. <laughs> she's like, oh, you got that bug off my back. How about you get off on my back? Wow. <laughs> OK. <laughs> and then. They find Carl- <laughs> there's a great part where Carlton's sitting next to some rocks when they're driving the dead dog Dude, to the vet. What? I thought he was taking a shit. That's what I was like. I was like, okay, shivering, taking a shit. That's yeah. what I was like. Uh, Why uh, was he shivering? By the way, hey, I've had some shits where I lost a lot of body heat. My internal furnace was very much affected. I don't understand. So he seems like he's shivering, like he's cold. He has a trench coat on. And it's sunny. And it's broad daylight out. I'm like, I don't know where they're at in San Bernardino, but maybe it's fucking cold. It just seemed weird. He might have been taking a shit. Anyways, he pulls his pants up and he's like, what does he say? He says something like, don't wow. Don't look for me too hard. Don't look for me too hard. He's got to be all fucking... Angry well, about it. Basically, he's being pissy, and it shows this is just a means of getting attention. So it's very much, it's insincere. Right, right. So they get to the vet. The vet is examining Brutus. She's like, definitely not a snake bite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right off the bat. It's fun because nope. she's playing this like tug of war game with the syringe. I and like the, that. Oh, that was so gross. It's fun. And yeah. then the tick ends up coming out on the syringe, and then it's like, gotcha, bitch, I'm still alive. <laughs> and they do this fun scampering scene where it's going around the peripheral and I they're trying that, to chase it that down. that freaked out the wife more than anything is the... The noise. It was, yeah, yeah, it was really fucking bad. Yeah, so she ends up, they rip it off of Seth Green's face, oh, stomp God. on it, and she goes, when in doubt, squish. Which goes against everything that you learned beforehand. They're yeah. too tough to smash. Whatever. But you know, at little tiny, now that they're bigger... Yeah, that's true. Their and the size. insides strangely look like spaghetti noodles. <laughs> that's what I actually watched. The, <laughs> like what I was talking about when it comes to like this dissection of ticks. I saw, and when it comes to their intestine, it very much looks like that. That's funny. They weird. study the tick uh-huh. intestine very much because that's where the bacteria for like Lyme disease is formed. Actually, there's a form of a Lyme disease inoculation that you can use <laughs> where the tick drinks your blood. It puts the your blood inside of it. It then kills the Lyme disease. So if it does happen to transfer back into your body, it's neutralized. I don't know what it is to major in insects, but I feel like you could have done it. Entomology. There you go. Yeah. Very different. So she reaches the conclusion it's a severely altered tick, and she just happens to know that it's covered in herbal steroids. And then she mentions the fact that when it bites you, it numbs you, so you don't feel it. Talking I about think the neurotoxin. That she was kind of having a side business because she was yeah. just like, she's like, she let's, let's, seemed... yeah, she said, let's just keep that strictly to right, ourselves. And right. I felt like that was really strange. Like almost it, either she has a side business or she, it's, it's a small town. So right. she knows people within. Right, right. And she you know, doesn't want to narc on her supplier. 
<laughs> Probably. For sure. <laughs> Carlton's then running through the woods. You see the scampering up the leg. He punches his leg and it pops a little bit. Oh, he stabs dude, it. that's gross. That's really cool. He rips off the body, but the head is still inside, crawling further that and further. Was, I think, the best. Yep. And then it goes back to camp where Holly asks Melissa to take the other girls to the pond to go fishing. And so Didi's strange, the right? The best line in the movie. My favorite, my truly favorite line in this your, movie. Your favorite line isn't, I got raped, right? <laughs> no. Okay, because that's where we were leading as far as like she asks her why you don't talk. And then she says, I got raped. No, my favorite part was back at the camp <laughs> when they ask her if she wants to go fishing and she's sunbathing and she says, no, I got to stay in the shade. Okay, you know that so I skipped thing. ahead. My bad. Yeah, it's a lot darker than what I was saying. <laughs> so uh, we had the tragic backstory to that her. That seems super forced, though. I mean, I get it. You want to keep it as, like short and simple, but like she's like quiet. And you're like, okay, I get it. She's a quiet girl. And then all of a sudden, like without even provoking her, she's just like, I was raped. I okay, wait, wait, wait. hang it. on, because the, I think this timeline is getting confusing. So she's asking, right, Why, to, for them to take the, yes, all of them. Yes, but and then, then the two the only one that goes is Kelly and right. Rosa, because the others are like, ah, fuck that, I don't want to go. Ozone's right. bad, right? Right. Okay. So as they're walking to the lake, she reveals this. Yes, yes, which comes out of nowhere, at least to me. Right. You're on a retreat for troubled youths, though. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think it was just supposed to be like showing progress in her character because like Seth Green's not the only one who develops as a person. It seems like everybody else kind of stays a little bit one note or dies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. so. Dee Dee and Uncle Je- or Vicky Valancourt and Uncle Jesse are gonna go, you know, bump crotches go. together in a barn, and then she runs Do off to deed. another barn and she finds the weed, and this is where Clint Howard's like, "I'm not dead, motherfucker." <laughs> He's like, "I can't see." I can't see. I'm infested. And he's giving her the gun. Shoot me. Shoot me. That's way more terrifying than just a guy with a gun. I've had guns pointed at me, but I've never had some crazy dude with his eye ripped out and like insects burrowing under his face. Or I guess arachnids burrowing under his face. Excuse me. Saying, shoot me, shoot me. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. And then he's like, falls on top of her. Does he land? Does he step on a bear trap again? I feel like he does. I didn't know if it was like the same bear trap like because something happens out? where like his foot gets caught in something and i'm like oh that's good like he like remember. rips his like bear trap off and he's like oh fuck i'm gonna set this back nice and neat and then he just like steps on it ah fuck every time <laughs> like a guy who steps on a rake so and then, then he, turns around and he, steps he, on another you know, rake. He, he falls on her right and it, it's like the worst episode of pimple popper ever <laughs> Just fucking explodes all over. Shout out to my favorite YouTube channel. (laughs) God, that is disgusting. Love that shit. It's great. So she escapes and he goes to shoot himself in the head, but no more bullets. Carlton is then hallucinating and he wakes up. Yeah, he like thinks he's in like downtown LA Uh in the fucking like in some slum somewhere. With the fire and everything. He wakes up to have. Right. Yeah. He wakes up to getting beat. Yeah. Right. I thought that he was, that was in his like hallucination that he was getting well so in his hallucination it's it's almost like sir and jerry show up okay and then it's like a white light and they're there and jerry's like swinging his fucking lasso around (laughs) (laughs) and at this point then carlton goes like fucking hog wild and oh this is after they do the racist dude they pet his chin and they say it must be like hell to i was like i was like that seemed oddly racist Right, that's really weird. No, it's overtly racist. Like that's like what they're. Well, they're I mean, oddly, him. as in like it didn't seem like it belonged in the movie at all. I don't know. 
I thought it was on brand for their characters. No, maybe. But I mean, it, it was at least it was Ix. something a little bit more like original than just having him drop an end bomb or something like that. Mm, yeah. And so he beats the ever loving fuck out of them. Quote, you country fuck. Oh, dude. And then he's like, right. This is the part where he's I literally have it says trying to get panic to do funny things that I'm pretty sure aren't consensual because he says something like he throws in a hard F bomb in there. Oh, I didn't. What? Really? He, I, I was distracted by the fact that Sir shoots the gas oh, yeah. can. Oh, he, he, he like refers to saying, like, do you like me? And then he says, like, how did I miss this? What? Oh, yeah, dude. Did it's it's super. Water? It's super. Well, we don't have to talk about it because it's really awkward. That it seems. Yeah. Awkward. He's like, he's like, like that at all. He's like, say you're a blah. And then he's like, you're a blah. And then he's like, and then they start beating him up. How do you guys not? I didn't make this up, guys. I swear. <laughs> well, there are, to be fair, there are two versions of the film that are three minutes different. So maybe it's just an issue of us watching. It was, version. yeah, it was very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, that does. Anyways, moving on. So then he, he takes the that. knife, right? And stabs Jerry in the fucking yes. knee. Yep. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the stomach and rolls down the hill. Which is weird because he gets shot running away. But yeah. and he, hit then he, the hits it, he gets in the stomach, yeah. right? And I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't. And Michelle's like, it went through his body. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it works like Not that. Not the way shotguns work, my friend. <laughs> so he starts taking the, the uh, you know, steroids as if they're spinach and he's popped by the sailor man. And then it cuts to Dee Dee, Vicky Valancourt, who's hallucinating. And she thinks that Uncle Jesse is the ice cream man. Yes. This is why you got to pay attention the whole episode, kids, because that could have been a very confusing sentence if you just skipped to one hour and 26 minutes into this episode. Moving on, the pods are pulsing on the trees. The van pulls up. They realize that she's high on neurotoxin. Move off. The fire starts spreading, and the ticks are swarming all over the cabin. They realize that the sheriff was killed by Sir and Jerry because he was full of bullet holes. Right. And Jerry pops up in the window with ticks all over his face. And then what does the dumbass dad do with Jerry? He's like, Lacks oh, come right in like a fucking vampire. He's like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? You seem like respectable folk. Don't invite anybody in. Uh, yeah. they, I, of course, I watched this right after watching Kingdom of the Spiders where they're barricaded in a cabin. And I was like, don't open but shit. But what's great about it, too, is it's almost redeeming to see what the fuck happens to the dad. He's like walking towards the door and gets shot in the fucking like buttocks. Like, no, oh, yeah. it's not the buttocks. It's it like, totally is. Yeah, it's like the thigh or something. It, <laughs> it's, it's low butt cheek, very, very high hamstring. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to summarize this. They're going to start helping Jerry because he needs some medical attention. Carlton shows up and he's still alive. Somehow. He says, hey, just so you know, these fuckers are the ones that did it. Bleh. Dies, so, right. Then they don't trust him. And wife, what happens to the body of Carlton that is the most amazing thing in this movie? It turns in to a giant tick. A the giant biggest tick. one. Right? It's awesome because it's like they're mutated, but then it's also off of his steroid blood. So it's like Ooh. fucking super tick. Yeah. I didn't even think about the steroid blood. I just, this, I was like, this could be better. And I think that it was better than Dr. Spider in Leprechaun in Space. Huh. Which she made that comparison completely on her own. And I was so proud. Was like, <laughs> this is a girl whose favorite movie when we met was Pitch Perfect. It, it definitely so reminded good. me of the like splitting of his face oh, so and good. his body and everything. It reminded me of something from like The Void. Oh, the splitting of the face reminded me of Dead Alive when it comes to the little zombie baby. Okay, yeah, I can see that. But I, I guess I could just 
as far as the the way the monster was changing, it just reminded me of the squid-like monster in the void. For sure. Super good. Either way, the effects of this like Oh yeah. Were Absolutely. You can amazing. tell they spent a lot of yes. time doing that. And so. a lot of the budget. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you like the eruption the way that the Tick's legs came out of his oh, legs? Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was super fun. Out of the like the kneecaps and the oh, yeah, and this so is, good. This is so crazy because I feel like once upon a time Sierra would be like, "Nope. <laughs> nope. Hard pass." So, this is fucking cool. This is like evolution right here, guys. <laughs> Well, I, we have a bonus episode coming out on Arctic, and the director, Tom Bocci, super nice guy. It's funny because he apparently knew my wife before I knew my wife. We stumble on that information almost the day of the interview, and I got to use him as a precipient witness to the fact that this lady was so innocent, and now she likes horror movies. He's like, oh, well, then have her watch my feature film debuting this, you know. Yeah, I like it. That's so, good. Be prepared for that. Check it out. Support independent artists. Absolutely. You got Scott Evil, <coughs> Seth Green swinging on a rope swing. How did they even get the rope swing to the window for him to swing that from? That was a good mm, point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know the- is that they use the broom as a fucking torch, torch, torch yeah. like multiple times. And I'm like, I feel like that straw would be fucking gone like <laughs> immediately. But hey, maybe it's a durable fucking broom. Maybe they just blow it know. out immediately. Yeah. I think yeah. that it's a second broom, to be <laughs> honest. It, 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 it has to be. It has to oh, be. I, had, I came up with a joke for the broom, if you'd like to hear it. Go it for is it. a tiki torch. Ah, I like it. Thank you very much. That's good. I like it. So Seth Green wheels the van up. They get everybody out. He shoves his broom into the tick's mouth. They narrowly escaped before it fucking explodes. Could they have please just said something about the plant steroids being highly flammable or something? Well, no, it, it didn't. It wasn't really the plant steroids. It was the flame shot out to where there was a propane tank next to the to the cabin and the propane tank exploded. I'm talking about just the fact that it was flammable in the first place. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because the whole thing catches on fire. Well, it's full of fluid. So you think that if you stab something with fire that's full of fluid, that it would just extinguish the fire is basically my point. So yeah, if you, I can see that. If you set up something that says like, oh, well, that fluid inside of it is highly flammable, you completely pacify me and I move on. Well, I think, do you, I mean, do you just know that because the whole fields are burning at a very rapid pace? They need to have somebody say it. Otherwise, it's just conjecture. Right. I need facts. I deal in facts, woman. Would it be worth another five minutes added to this no No, it's one sentence absolutely not it's the sad little asian girl who's like oh i'm an herbologist and that's clearly (laughs) coincidentally (laughs) give her a better speaking role than saying oh i have a tragic backstory the end yeah that's true i can i can be uh behind that so the the whole fire scene is using miniatures it's kind of cute but i was, was impressed by the work they squeal away as Seth Green, who does fucking everything in this scene. He's the one who swings. He's the one who kills this thing. He's the one who drives away. He's the man. And you can tell on his face, he's like, I know it. I'm the man. He now. just overcame his fear. He oh, yeah. might have got his like first chest hair. <laughs> Pink. <laughs> I like it. His can a- we just all pretend like we were riding in the van? Everyone's like this. <laughs> So the van pulls up in L.A. as there's like some bad voiceover about how they hate nature and a larva falls off the bottom of the van. So good. Of course. I love it when a movie is so shitty that it doesn't get the sequel, but it sets it up like that. I think it's super fun. Like, here we go. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we know we're not getting this, but we're just going to throw it out there in case anybody wants (laughs) to pick it up. Yeah, great example. (laughs) Night of the Creeps. 
I mean, that sets up like a fucking feature film franchise that's just gone forever. (laughs) Masters of the Universe with Skeletor. There's some great examples where you're just like, ah, so nice, because my imagination is the sequel. I thought that was a great ending. Did you know that it was based on an idea by Doe Beswick, who's the special (laughs) effects guy? I think it actually says that in the credits. It does, yeah. It's like based on an idea off of... And I gave them Which is nice because a lot of times you so have do you con- think that he got money? Or For was sure. it just yeah. Yeah? yeah? yeah, I think so. Because he was also involved in the making of the movie. It wasn't oh, just like right. I took the idea. Not like somebody on like Twitter who gets paid like fifty bucks for their it's movie. It's not like idea. something that Mike Myers did once upon a time. Oh, steamrolling the entire bomb, project. Boom. <laughs> now, wife, I have to ask you, is this movie a classic, a trashic, or a tragic? And I'll remind you that the ch- current reigning champions, classic. Is Jaws, Trashic, Blood Diner, Tragic, So I Married an Act Murderer? Uh, I would say that it's a Trashic because, I mean, I liked the ticks. Like, I liked the effects. Them being pulled by the microfilament and, like, getting that skittering effect yeah. or, or the stop motion and stuff. I like the practical effects very far, yeah. Yeah, I think it falls under Trashic as well. I think it has the perfect runtime. That's what I was- It also has... Not too much gore, but not too much sloppiness, or um, it's not schlock humor, but it's not over the top in any particular thing. It's just because of the runtime, well, which made it perfect. It's definitely a a huge driving force. I don't think it tops anything. No, I mean, obviously, no, it's not beating Blood Rider. Let's be serious. I challenge you if you're out there and you have a movie that you think is a better good bad movie than Blood Dimer, I fucking challenge you. To present it to us, it's not going to happen. No. I mean, you can try. It, it will be fun. That movie is sacrosanct. This movie is a trashic. It is good. It is fun. It is dumb. Praise Sheetar. <laughs> and with that, I think we're done for the week. I think we are. What's your What's your finishing line? It's been a while. Slash you laters. If you ain't watching, I'm dying. You ain't really trying. And for these knuckleheads for the knuckleheads who are bedridden at home for the knuckleheads all across this good green goddamn world my name is jake reminding you to go out there and do something you love and remember that all work and no power play makes jack a dull boy And there you have it, another episode of Slasher's Podcast in the Can. This week, our hidden track is the band Bad Blood. You can see them playing live, live with their song Kill, Kill at the Gas Monkey Bar and Grill, Grill on September 3rd with Soulfly. Check them out, support them, let them know where you found them, badbloodstore.com, or you can reach out to them at badbloodbooking at gmail.com. Didn't have to take a retake for that. Pretty stoked, pretty excited. Enjoy Kill Kill from Bad Blood. (laughs) 